In Luke chapter 13, Jesus uttered a prophecy. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you slay the prophets and stone those who were sent to you. How often have I tried to bring together your children as a bird gathers her young under her wings, but you refused. From now on, you will be left with your temple, and you will no longer see me until the time when you will say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And he echoed this in Luke chapter 19. If only today you knew the ways of peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Yet days will come upon you when your enemies will surround you with barricades and shut you in and press on you from every side, and they will dash you to the ground and your children with you and not leave stone upon stone within you. For you did not recognize the time and the visitation of your God. Thinking of Jesus as God, how he must have been pained by the terrible things happening to his chosen people, he knew for certain what was in store, the destruction of the temple and the invasions and banishments that would occur. And this must have weighed so heavily upon his sacred heart. Thinking of Jesus as man, it's quite clear that he loved his people and his nation. He did enough to weep over the wrongs happening in his homeland, enough to want to save his people from further downfall. He wanted nothing but the best for them, and their rejection of what he had on offer truly grieved him. Tomorrow, our own homeland celebrates 124 years of independence. What have we got to show for all those years? 112 million citizens, by UN estimates, divided into households of which 82% have no savings, according to the Ebon Foundation. Our national debt at 12.7 trillion requires all these households to pay more in taxes bound for debt servicing. I cannot imagine the effect this will have on our inflation rate, which for years has turned out to be consistently higher than projected. Our total dependency ratio at 63.7%, according to country meters, refers to the dependent part of the population, young children, students, the sick, elderly, and the jobless, creates very high pressure on the working population. According to the Philippine Statistics Authority, 58.4% of our people are in the poor and low-income group, earning anywhere from nothing to 12,000 pesos a month. This presents a serious problem for so many, especially since, from Ibon again, today's minimum wage rates are actually 10% less 
in real value than it was in 2016. There are so many other statistics to rattle off. Out-of-school youth, rankings in international academic assessments, malnutrition percentages, import dependency, food sufficiency. But what I said presents a grim enough picture already. These facts and numbers did not come by chance. They were created by decision upon decision over the decades. Yes, by the powers that be, but yours and mine included because we voted, didn't we? I am trying my best to imitate Jesus and love my nation, my fellow men, trying my best to gather and tend and love. I am trying my best to follow Jesus' example, to persist and keep on, trying my best to be hopeful. More and more these days, the task defeats me. And then I remind myself that God is in control, that He has a plan, that He can work all things for good, and that He answers prayer. So, let us pray. Father, Son, and Spirit, God of nations and Lord of history, bless the Philippines. We are not doing very well. There have been mistakes and missteps we are not proud of, things in our present that should make us weep. Sometimes we forget Although you are master of all, you will not come uninvited. You have given us free will and you allow us to use it, even if for worse. And yet, help us to remember that you always want to bless. Allow us then to invite you that all of us, leaders and citizens both, may truly know, love, and serve you. Give us the grace, as we remember our foundation as a nation, to appreciate and expand the good in our people and in our land. Give us the capacity to love with a healthy love that fosters collaboration, strives to address flaws, and works for genuine justice. Gather us in one resolve to build peace and prosperity step by little step in this country that you have decreed for us. Gift us with your benediction that we may humble ourselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways that you may hear from heaven and forgive our sin and heal our land.